Don't you fall for it. Don't you fall for it. Keep your head up, never let up, never let them get you fed up. You just step up, get your rep up, get your cash up, get your check up. The whole system's a setup. It's time we really get up. We've been about this revolution from the time we met up. Take it back, I got my fist up. Malcolm X in 88, but revolution only works for those that will participate. You are great, they are fake. Yo, it's time to demonstrate higher level mental states. Conscious people congregate, show the love, not the hate. This is basic, no debate. But these people are debating and they hating. They should wait. It was you're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you in Austin Beat, the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Lightband offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the Nation's Top Rank All Speed Podcast. The podcast has spent the morning talking about go-karts. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Go-karts, fun, I think, was the consensus that was reached. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll go-kart anytime. Yeah, go, go Ooh, team building, team building go-kart Text exercise. Jordan Harmon right now. Well, just the, the thought of Cody Bush hopping into a go-kart... I don't even think I can conjure it into my head. I don't think Cody would would enjoy the go kartage. God, I'd like to wreck Eric. That would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. I think they kick you off if you intentionally wreck people, though. Eh, well, you know, it would be worth it. Do, do it on the last lap. It's worth it. Yeah. you got to spin them to get to the line, you know? And if you're not rubbing, you're, you're not, not racing. You're not racing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looking back over the last couple of weeks as we are now on our summer schedule, the OVC Baseball Tournament came to an end and thus also did the Austin P baseball season. Making it to third in the tournament, given where they started, not bad. Take it. Uh, some real bright spots. I thought Drew McElwain pitched phenomenally. Yeah, good season. Well, not not just for the season. I mean, he was all newcomer, but also during the tournament. He earned all tournament honors. Um, kind of kept us in it when things were getting dicey. Overall, fairly impressed with how those guys closed out the season, I think. Yeah, they uh Slow start, better finish. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. That's right. Next year, hopefully, they will not start the way they started this yeah, year. Yeah, you know, it sure is a big help to have a good start. Speaking of seasons coming to an end, Carlin Shooting and Kenesha Phillips both at the NCAA regional level. Uh, Carlin, pretty, impass- pretty impressive. Finished higher than she was ranked, and that's what matters. Finished higher than she was ranked. Best, uh, best vault by an Austin P athlete at the regional level which i think speaks to some poise on her part because that's one where you know you're against the very best in a very technical event it was very like i feel like it was very intense too because they had two pits they had both flights were going at the same yeah. time so like there wasn't anybody just like hanging around watching you were watching everybody else you go were around. watching everyone else go and they were the 48 best people in east the event of the mississippi river. east of the mississippi river it was I would have thought it would be very intimidating so for her to be as close as she was to qualification. For and she Oregon. came out too and just hit her first two jumps on one try. Like there was no, there was no nerves because it's like, oh, these are the heights I should clear. No, no problem. Got it. As a outdoor freshman, you love to see that. Kenesha Phillips also considered an outdoor freshman, also quite, quite good. Very close. Very close to, to going to Eugene. 
if she had a little, well, not necessarily close to Eugene, but close to having that opportunity to go to the quarters. You're right, you're right. Go to Saturday. Go to Saturday, which I think would have been, if nothing else, a huge step for her. I think that would have been great for her development. And she was that close. I thought maybe she got a little hosed on the heat, but. She got fourth in her heat. She almost got in on time. She She got fourth in her heat. She almost got in on time, but her heat was one of the slower ones, so. Tough way to end the season, but also, I mean, you got three more years of these guys. They are quite good. They're they're going to leave a mark here, I have a feeling. Also leaving a mark, Michaela Smith, Virgin Islands national champion in the 800-meter run. It's not like being a U.S. national champ, I suppose, but also national champs are national champs. Oh, yeah. We like having national champions next to our names. For. Does Virgin Islands have an Olympic team? Um, I don't know the answer to that question. Because I feel like the national champion would be on said team. I know that she is going... i got to do something about this this week or next. I know she's going on to another competition representing her country. I'm not exactly certain. I'll have to dive into the details. Look for that on letsgop.com in the next few weeks yeah. as, we, as we get into the details of what Michaela Smith might be up to this summer on behalf of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Last week was fairly important. Well, I guess all weeks are fairly important as long as you're on the side of the grass. But from an OVC standpoint, Austin P. honored and accorded a couple of different... Racking up the awards. Racking up the awards. The OVC Institutional Sportsmanship Honor brought home by Austin P. for the third time in that awards, I want to say, 19-year history... Just the classiest bunch you ever did see. Classiest bunch you ever did see. I mean, you know, across across the board, you're talking, you're talking volleyball, softball, tennis, golf. I mean, it's 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 pure class from top to bottom when you're when you're rolling with the govs. You can't say the same about those people from uh, Kentucky. No, no, you cannot. I mean, you know. it, it's it's so, it's that southern gentility you get down here that I think really makes the difference. Ah, yes, indubitably. And that was a cool one. I'm going to, I'm probably biased, but I'm going to say Terry Taylor being named OVC Male Athlete of the Year was slightly cooler, though. Just a little bit. Because he he joined some names with that list. I mean, the two Austin P people who'd won Male Athlete of the Year, Bubba and Trenton. You don't need last names. You know who I'm talking about when I say Bubba and Trenton if you're listening to this podcast. Probably. The names of different people, a lot of the different people who, uh, who'd who won it in years past across the OVC, you don't need more than a one-name descriptor. Ja, Fareed. Those are probably the only two that only need one name. Campaign, but yeah. only because I feel like campaign is a sort of name that you have to say campaign. Yeah, you can't just say cam. And you can't just say pain. He's yeah. campaign. Campaign. Anyway, Terry, joining the list of... Uh, the long and illustrious list of OVC male athletes of the year. Also, seeing some uh, seeing some action down at Tampa's showcase for NBA scouts. Uh, he's in Sacramento today. He's in Sacramento today. He was in Golden State earlier this week. Uh, Terry's getting noticed. Oh yeah. And I'm. The more teams look at him, and the more teams invite him in, and the more teams see. The diverse skill set that he offers with his wingspan, soft hands, good size, the higher the opportunity is going to be for him to 
not just latch on somewhere, but to start shooting that three too. To to be one of the sixty names called during the NBA draft, which summer league I just saw this yesterday is August eighth. Okay, I'm going to try to go if he gets drafted or if he's in summer league in Vegas. Yeah, I thought that was the plan. It has been the plan. There's some personal life things that are, uh, you know, we'll get into those when they when they become readily apparent. I'll go instead. No, you won't. You can stay here. No. No, no. I'll it's, go with you. I'm not sending you to Las Vegas by yourself. One, we'll never hear from you again. <laughs> I'll go with you. Two. No. We'll make it a trip. Oh, boy. For the Cosida convention we never got to go to. <laughs> you mean the convention that's going on right now? Oh, the one in Vegas that we never got to go to. That was the first one that I was going to go to. Oh, yeah. Stupid pandemic. Because, like, the pandemic hit, like, two weeks after I submitted the thing for the grant to try and oh, yeah, win. I forgot about that. I, I never heard back. I was going to say, I, never I bet, you, bet you never got much back from that. Uh, as we wrap up the first half of this, uh, your women's basketball program got some pretty high-level transfers in oh, last yeah. week. Uh, where, where, where I mean, you can start with... Uh, it's, it's, it's a three-point bonanza. Oh, I will start with the one that I don't think is the three-point threat. Neek Cherry, Clemson, fifth-year grad transfer from Clemson. Uh, when she was in junior college, she averaged a double-double over 66 games. That's good. No, yeah, that's good. Then she went and played the ACC for two years. Uh, not oh. as dominant as she was in junior college, obviously, but you're playing in the ACC. Right. But uh, I have a feeling that... In the OVC, she may be a force to be reckoned with. That's Neek Cherry. And then uh, two names, if you've been watching OVC women's basketball for the past two years, you're going to be quite familiar with. And if you're from Clarksville, you're going to be quite very familiar with one. Uh, the OVC's fourth best scorer from last year, Yamaya Johnson, leaving Jacksonville State, coming to Clarksville. She was second in the OVC in three-point percentage and three-pointers made last year behind Maggie Knowles. So uh, two best three-point shooters in the league now play for the Austin Peay Governors. And I'll argue that Carly Pace who was transferring from EIU, is historically the best. Clarksville native Carly Pace from Rossview. Historically the best active three-point shooter in the league because she ranks second in EIU program history and career three-pointers made. What you're saying is we may shoot. What I'm saying is the Austin P three-point record is quivering in its boots. It's shaken. (laughs) It's worried. It's it's in danger. uh, 300 might might be a number. I think the record's two something, two fifties maybe, two sixties. Oh, we could blow that out of the water. I, I for one think we might break that because oh, you want to double team Maggie? Oh, Yamaya will hit a three. You want to double team Yamaya? Maggie will hit a three. Oh, Ellis Sawyer can hit eight in the game if she wants to occasionally. Uh, Shaylee Kirby, she'll shoot it. Carly Pace, she'll shoot it. K- Casey Kidwell can catch fire occasionally. She'll have a game where she'll bust out four or five. So you're saying we're going to shoot? I'm trying Pace. to think. I'm trying to think. If I, have I left anybody off? Nina. Nina can shoot it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Nina can stop and pop. Nina will also just rack up the assist with this punch. Oh yeah, Nina is going to have a field day, driving the lane, collapsing the paint, and kicking to a corner. Also, when everybody's focused on Maggie and Yamai hitting threes, oh yeah, you can't double team Shy Booker in the post anymore, can you? Nope, sure can't. And uh, she'll go through a double team. So good luck with one person on her. Yeah, there there could be a fun little high low game, uh, going on with Shy and. Uh, Maggie, Yamaya, Carly, that, I was Ella. Gonna, I was going to say the Clemson. Transfer. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you clear the lane out too. Ella's going to go to the rack a lot and score a lot and draw a lot of fouls. She could do that as well. I think Ella Sawyer's going to have a big breakout year after a little bit down year after a freshman year last year. Friend of the podcast, Ella Sawyer. Friend of the, friend of the podcast, Ella Sawyer. I, I, I say watch out. I say watch out as well. You know what else you should watch out for? What's that? Alec Woodard, who's going to be this week's guest. When we come back right after this.
Hey, Castro go crazy. Yeah, so we gone. Huh? Stop, we good. Stop, chill. We on. Chill. Scale, huh? Let's go. Let's go. Domingo, huh? Let's go. Domingo. Take, huh? Let's go. Huh? Set, huh? Let's roll. Hey. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. Hey. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. Today, Wolf Mal quartered onto the show at the halfway point of his Austin Peay career, entering his junior campaign. Alec is now one of the veterans on the squad with a new head coach, a bunch of new teammates, and the dawning task of replacing Terry Taylor in his production. And you get that started this weekend. You guys coming back this weekend, right? Yes, sir. I'll be back on Sunday. You excited? Yep, I am. I'm excited with the new coach. And it seems like he's bringing a, a good culture, I'll say, with him because we've been we've been talking every day since we left, just as like the players and coaches. You when I ask people about you, your reputation is that of a guy who's pretty private, pretty uh, you, you stay to yourself, you stay within yourself. What do you want people to know about you? Um so yeah, that is correct. I do tend to say to myself. But one thing I will say is, like, once you actually get to talk to me and know me, you'll see, like, different personalities that come out of me, really. Why basketball? What started you on that path in the first place? Um, so my mom, my mom and dad really played it when they was younger. And my mom being going to Tech and playing ball, I kind of just, like, followed up and wanted to play ball in college, too. And then that's just the way – I don't know. It's just, it's just something about it. That's just what, the way the ball rolled for me, really. At Morgan County, you were part of a dominant program that just wins state titles every year. Yes, sir. When, when that's what you're around and that's what you're familiar with, does winning start to become just a matter of routine, just a habit? Yes, sir. Like, one, uh, one thing that we said when I was in high school is, like, winning, you know, winning and losing is two different things. But, like, we used to say, like, winning is in our DNA. So, like, we would – we're only shooting for winning. We don't shoot for nothing else. And if we lost, we we didn't take that real lightly. It's tough to win the way you guys won at Morgan County when you get to the collegiate level. Was that something you had to get used to, the idea that we can't just dominate this way? Yeah, once I, once I got to college, I mean, I kind of already – I kind of, like, you know in the back of your head, like, you already know that, like, the next level is not going to be easy or whatever. But once I got I was, got to college, I realized like winning winning is tough. It's like you have to do things every single day that will take you a long way, really. And that's one thing that I learned from college and high school. Because you know, in high school, you could you could have some bad days and still win the game or whatever. But like in college, it's rare for you to have a bad a bad game and win. There are a couple of things that you're kind of known for on the court and one is the guitar dance after a big three where did that come from all right so my god my god uh spank my high school teammate so he really he used to play it a lot like when we was in high school or whatever and so i was just like this game i was just like i was waiting on a game to be special for me to like actually do it and it just happened to be that game so i was just like man booty i remember it Booty passed me the ball, and then I caught it on the right wing, and I just shot it, and I made it. And then, I don't know, was that – I don't, I can't remember if that was the first one, 
if that was, I can't remember if that was the one where I played the guitar because I caught two of them in the same spot. And the next one I did, uh, I did the little tongue thing. I can't remember which one was first, but I kind of just like, I was just like, I'm gonna just do it. And I did it. And I think Carter was the one that caught the picture. And it was, it was a tough one. It was honestly one of my favorite moments. That's one of the best pictures we've had in the last couple of years is that, because she captured it perfectly, you're right. And yeah. then the scrunchies. Why, what's with the scrunchies? All right, so I feel, man, I feel like I let off this year with the scrunchies, but I'm gonna get back onto it next year. So I don't know, it was just something like, you know, I used to, I, freshman year, I, I, I pulled my hair up all the time. And so I just like got just different people's scrunchies. I was like, can I get a scrunch from you? And they was like, sure. And so, you know, I used to just wear them like four or five of them during warmups. And then we'll go back to the locker room and I take them all off and just put one on for the game. And then once I go in, you know, I just pull my hair back. So I'm going to probably get back to that this year, though, because I see it a difference in, a difference in play once I didn't pull my hair back and stuff. In this league, you, in your role, or at least the role you've had the first couple of years of being a lockdown parameter defensive guy, you got to play – guys ranging in skill from Grayson Murphy, Tevin Brown, Junior Clay. What kind of pressure does that put on you to be the guy who basically comes in and is the stopper? Um, so really, that was really just my role. So I feel like I feel like it really wasn't as much pressure because like once I started getting into like the 10th game of freshman year, or whatever, I started to see like, okay, like my roles is like play defense and get stops. So I kind of just accepted that and just went along with it. And so I, I don't really feel like it was pressure, but those are some good, some good guards in our league though, for sure. What is jungle survival YouTube? You said jungle survivor YouTube? Jungle survival survivor. I'm not sure. It's the YouTube that you apparently watch. Um, how you, how you hear about that? <laughs> I ask questions. Right. I ask questions. All right. So, I don't know. It was just like, so during, whenever we had study hall freshman year, like, you know, you know, we joke around, kid around. I didn't really have, I was already on top of my grades or whatever. So, I just go to study hall, you know, to, to play around, joke around with the guys. And then, like, every time I'll just pull up a video of the two, I don't know if they were Vietnamese or Chinese, but they're, I know they're from Asia or whatever. But they were like, they built stuff with like sticks and like they build like pools and everything out of the jungle. So that's just one thing that I really like to watch. How did you find it? I found it. I was on YouTube one day at, at, at my house or at the UL. And I was just like, let me look, you know, I was just scrolling through. You know how you scroll through subscriptions and stuff? Mm -hmm. So I was doing that and I was like, ooh, let me see what this is. And so I kind of like it because I I'm really I'm really into like creativity and like weird stuff, you know, people building stuff. And I just found it unique. Like these guys don't have like as much technology as other people do, but they're still building nice things, I'll say. And so I really like that. You mentioned the staff changes that have gone on and the excitement. What are the strengths of the program right now to you? Um. You said the strengths? Yes, sir. Um, hmm, let me think. Well, I mean, for one, I guess uh, every new starting point and new journey, there's a strength there, I'll say. So with that, I feel like, like I said earlier, um, 
Coach Nate, he, after we left school, it's like he's demanding us to talk to each other, learn each other before we even touch back on campus so we could just be a level ahead of each other. And the previous years, I mean, we, we really didn't, we didn't talk as much, as nearly as much as we did with Coach Nate now, I would say. So I feel like that's just a great starting point. And I feel like that's the strength of us just talking to each other on a daily, daily basis. What opportunities are there for returners like you who've already made your mark in a lot of ways? Like you're a known commodity, but now you also have to prove yourself to this new staff as well. Um, I feel like it's like, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, I'm new to them. They're new to me. I'm going to still have to work, work to get what I want, I feel like. And that's just anything really in life with me. But I don't take I don't take being a returner, you know, lightly. Of course, we you know, only thing is really I'll say is like we just been going to school. And so but everybody's going to have to learn the new stuff, the new way the coach all the is going to be new plays, new defense. Everybody's going to have to learn. So I feel like being a returner, only thing is that we really have experienced that is just collegiate games. Really, I'll say with the new coach coming in. And, you know, and then collegiate games and this really experience of the game in a college level. And that's really something that will probably, you know, it'll, it'll boost me a little higher than the ones that are coming in that haven't played college ball. Just like as I was a freshman, I didn't really know, like, you know, the game's faster, shot clock, game situation, all that. They'll, they'll learn just like I did as a freshman, I'll say. Alec, what is your favorite word? What is my favorite word? Yeah. Uh, I'll say my favorite phrase is on me. I'll take a favorite phrase. Yeah. What is I your least favorite, favorite. <laughs> least favorite word? Least favorite word. I don't really think I got a least favorite word because I don't, you know, I don't say a word if I don't know what it means. So You don't say many words at all. Yeah, that is true. I don't talk a lot. But like I said, once once people get to like know me, they'll be like, oh man, that, that dude's cool. He's a good guy. Who or what inspires you? Um, really my mom. I say growing up, you know, she just taught me a lot of things. She was a single, a single mom, but my dad was in my life. But just really her, you know, I just wanna get get a stable life or whatever when I get older so I can just pay back some things that she paid, she did for me or whatever when I was growing up. But, you know, everything, everything's not money, but, you know, I just want to help her so she can just rest and enjoy her life. What is the last book you read for fun? Actually, I'm finna start reading a book right now called, let me find it for you. I, I just got it off Amazon. It's called uh, Act Like a Success, Think Like a Success. Oh, there we go. And I'm actually, I just got it. You know, I, I was like, Ma, I want to read a book. And she was like, what book? And I was like, I found this Steve Harvey one. And I was like, can you order it for me? And she was like, yeah. And so I'm actually start Monday and I'm going to just read it until I finish it. And hopefully they can just give me some wisdom, and, you know, put me on the right way to be successful in life. What is your worst habit? Um... What is my worst habit? I would say probably sleeping in. I told uh, the group chat the other day, like, because Coach was talking about challenges or whatever, and I was just talking about 
I'm gonna challenge myself just to wake up at like 8.30 every day so I can get my day going and stop sleeping so late. Cause I, I don't, I feel, I feel good when I wake up in the morning and sometimes I don't, you know, it's, it's okay to sleep late or whatever, but I feel like I've done enough of it. And I just want to be more, be more productive, be more productive with my hours. Cause we don't really have so many hours in a day. What app on your phone gets the most use? Uh, TikTok. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Uh, I'll probably say honestly being pulled over by a cop. Yeah, I can definitely see that, especially now. Yeah. What is your idea of happiness? Uh, Alex, cause I'm, I'm really like, I'm really, even though I keep to myself every day, I don't wake up, be like, man, I don't wake up and be mad. Cause I see it like it's another day to get better. And I'm just glad that God woke me up really. So therefore I'm going to be happy with it. What is your idea of misery? Um, things not going your way really. And misery could come with personal issues really for some people and I'll just say it's really things not going the way you attend things to go. What makes you self-conscious? Self-conscious. I I can't lie to you. I came to the where the point in my life where I don't I don't really care what people think about me no more. So I don't really that's a good that's place kinda, to get to. Yeah, that's that's kind of like a, cause you remember me just having my hair out uh, the Belmont game, yeah. And you know, some people ask me like, why'd you do that? Why'd you have your hair out? And I was like, just cause it's just cause I felt like it is like, I wanna I wanna be me, and I don't have to listen to what other people think. Just like um, so today actually in our group chat, uh, Drew, who's a freshman, he sent a video out, and it was just like really saying that darn what everybody else thinks about you don't you don't have to even though they may judge you you don't have to really their opinion isn't valid the only opinion that's really valid is your opinion and so to me that's really I don't I don't I only live the life really for God and myself so everybody opinion to me is really invalid what is the most embarrassing song you love <laughs> uh, I say probably uh, Justin Bieber uh, one time because I, I be jam I jammed to that one. How would you prefer to die? Uh, probably in my sleep. If you're reincarnated, what would you like to come back as? Why? What would I like? Ooh. What would I like to come back as? I say I like to come back as ludicrous. <laughs> yeah that, that's a good one that's perfect what might prompt you to lie what might prompt you to lie yeah if the person you're talking to you don't want them to know the truth what makes you hopeful every day waking up every day what is our purpose in life um, I feel everybody has a different purpose in life 
you know, God put people on earth for different reasons. And every everybody sometimes doesn't find that reason, but others do. And I just wanna hopefully I find mine whenever, whenever I just keep searching for my gift or whatever in life. Regardless of who it is, what is one question you'd ask our next guest? Have they been scuba diving? <laughs> Have you been scuba diving? Nope. Have you? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, last week, Ella Sawyer asked, what is your biggest fear? I would say spiders, but I feel like I'm growing out of that now. And I'll really just say, like, my biggest fear is me probably, probably not being successful in life, but that's probably, that's probably what it'll be, I'll say. So you're halfway through your hostopedia career, you're halfway through your collegiate career. What is, what are you hoping comes out of the second half of your time here? Well, for this year, I'm hoping we achieve our goal as OVC champs and just winning in OVC. And then as for my four years, you know, I'll, I want to graduate and then wherever I'm going to try to do an extra year and try to get my master's. And so I'm a, that's really, those really are my three goals, really. What about life after graduation? Have you given a lot of thought to that? Um, yeah, I have. I'm a, of course, every, every college player is going to try the NBA combine out or whatever. So I'm going to try that. Then I'm going to try G League and then overseas. It is for me, and then if not, if not that, then I'll just find what my pur purpose is and, and life is. Sounds like you got it, I mean, not exactly figured out, but you got a level head about it that I think everybody would be appreciative of having. There's a lot of people that just graduated from here that don't have the perspective you've got. Yeah. Well, Alec, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate this. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Yes, sir. No problem. Yeah. Don't not get straightened, but straightened. You feel me? I don't know what y'all think going on out there, but you know what I mean? We straight. Thanks to Alec for coming on and giving us a few minutes out of his days. He prepares to come back this very weekend is when the governor's return to campus. Got Ooh. some sad news to report. Oh. Got a couple of departures. Oh. It's that time. Great friend of the podcast, Daniel Disney. Maybe the best friend of the podcast. One of the best friends of the podcast. Hey. No more Disdom. He's going to Southern Miss. Going to Southern Miss. Southern Miss, you're you're gonna you you have to carry the torch for the Disdom. I'm very sad. I am. I'm so sad. I don't sad. know who I'm gonna live with on the road for women's basketball now. Maybe nobody. Maybe you just get a room for yourself. I mean, that's that's cool, but I like my roommate. Yeah, it's a bummer to to not have the Disdom anymore. And then on the baseball side, David Weber departing for a high school job, a high school head coaching job. He's he's got a young daughter. He's married, newly married. You know, the ground of the road can take its toll. I think this will be very good for him, very good for his burgeoning little family. And we wish both of them the absolute very best in their future endeavors. You'll still see Webb around. Yeah, of if course. You, if you don't, you're not going to miss David Weber. He's still going to be here. 
Yeah, staying in the area. Yeah, Webb will be around. Also, adding one to our little family over the last couple of weeks, Connor Crawford coming in as volleyball's new assistant, uh, also serving as recruiting coordinator, I believe. I believe he just stepped right into Chandler's old job. Yep. Same same thing, recruiting coordinator and indoor assistant. Big shoes to fill as uh, Chandler Wellman replacement. Yeah, no. Uh, we all like Chandler. Hopefully uh, we all like Connor just as much. Do you see any of the uh, USA-Mexico CONCACAF uh, Nations I just League? saw it on Twitter, and I feel like I got enough of it. It was... Uh, I was very confused. It was, it was a festival. I don't understand how they played 129 billion minutes. Uh, international soccer, when you were playing for something in the knockout rounds or in the finals, you have two 15-minute golden goal periods. So like college soccer, but right. five more minutes. But then... For stoppages and injuries and just everything, that that second overtime period was just bananas. And so they had like 19 minutes. They basically had as many minutes of extra time as did they, they did. Do they do all the extra time even from regulation at the very end of overtime? No. So they do the regulation extra time. Then they do the overtime extra time. And it's for each period of overtime too. Okay, gotcha. So it was all in that second one. It was wild. It is a ton of fun. Also, a good little primer for uh, Euro 2020, even though it's 2021, that's coming up here in the next few weeks. The Team USA won't be in that, right? No, it's not. It, it It's another summer soccer tournament that is just... Who am I cheering for in this? It's just the Wolves aren't in it, right? I mean, your Wolves will have players of their various international oh, teams. I mean, the Wolves are essentially Team Portugal. I don't think that's true. I feel like Jimenez, Raul... And there's, like, three other Portuguese guys and the coach. You know, Portugal's one of, like, the very best. Portugal won this thing the last time it happened, right? I think I've just declared my allegiance. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. Who else am I going to cheer for? Like, Austria? I'm not 100% certain they're in it. Wales made some noise last time. Germany? Italy? Eh, traditional powers. Uh, Luxembourg. They got a team? No, not, not participating. North Macedonia made it for the first time. Wow. Yeah. If you if you want a dark, dark horse, you hop on the North Macedonia is this, train. So this is just teams in Europe? Yes, it is. Where's the North Macedonian team? From the northern part of Macedonia. Is it a country? Is North, Ma- North Macedonia is not its own country, though, is it? Apparently it is. Huh. Must be the newest country. <laughs> I, I, I feel like when I took... My European geography class in school, North Macedonia wasn't a country, so it must be like a newer split. I guess so. I don't know. Who are you cheering for? Um, I mean, it's tried to say England, but this is probably England's best chance at winning anything in my lifetime. So Why do you want England to win? I don't know. They have a lot of soccer players I enjoy watching. They haven't won anything since 1776. <laughs> Boom! Got him. <laughs> there he is. There's our little history major. <laughs> Showing up to show out. Got him. Got him. Uh, I, Scotland. Scotland's fun. That'd be, that'd be fun. They're, they're, I, I take a vested interest in any of these little nations that like haven't been around in a while. I was all in on Team Iceland a few years ago. Oh, they? I would cheer for Iceland. How do they get into Europe? Where else are they going to be? Yeah, which other continent do they get to be a part of? Them and Greenland have a battle. Don't think they soccer much on Greenland, honestly. 
<laughs> what do they do on Greenland? Uh, try not to freeze to death. <laughs> Wish Har- they were actually in Iceland. Harvest ice. <laughs> Kill to, whales, probably. To all our uh, Green Greenlander, Green Greenish, Greenlandish, green, Greenlandish listeners, we this is all in good fun and good jest. Would love to come visit you. Absolutely would. Here it's beautiful pretty much every time of the year. Yeah, you guys give us a call. We'll we'll do the next PCAST from Greenland if we you guys absolutely up. would, uh, Greenland Board of Tourism. You can be a sponsor. You can be the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the sponsor. The PCAST brought to you by the Greenland Board of Tourism. The Greenland County Commerce. <laughs> You're having too much fun today. How many how many coffees is that for you? <laughs> it's just the first one. We usually do this in the afternoon when everybody's all tired and asleep. Well, you know. NBA playoffs, have you been keeping track, keeping abreast of the situation and the goings-ons? I know what's going on. I haven't watched as many games. I've watched a little more hockey games. I've been watching the Islanders and Bruins series. You know, before Jack goes to bed every night, I'm like, all right, we're going to calm down. You can come over here. You can either go straight to bed or you can watch something with me on TV. What sport do you want to watch? And he's picked hockey the last few nights. So we watched a lot of the Bees and Islander series as well. I've been getting the Reds on TV most of these nights, too, so I haven't been watching as much of anything else because I'm going to watch that first, obviously. But I'll flip back and forth, and the hockey's just been my been my, my second choice. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of hockey ball, but also it's been a lot of uh, it's been a lot of watching LeBron get bounced. I felt kind of bad for him, which is a weird he, place to His be. ankle's messed up. His ankle's messed up. Somebody made the good point, too, that they had 71 days of rest in between, like, the last season, which is... I think that think that's what killed the heat, too. Less than has happened. Like, everybody's going to go, oh, it's LeBron. He should be... No. No, 71 days. Less than two months to recharge. When everybody else had been sitting out. Like, if you didn't make the bubble, like, the Suns, right? Yeah, the Suns... Well, the no, Suns, the Suns made... They weren't there very long. No, yeah. The Suns have had, like, five months off before the season. Yeah. And then, like... The other teams that lost obviously had much more time. And, uh, I mean, LeBron is 36. And he was dragging, you know, a crunch time five of Taylor, Taylor Horton Tucker. Kyle Kuzma. Catavius, uh, Kuzma wasn't mm-hmm. even crunch time. KCP, washed up Wes Matthews. Andre Drummond. He also made Andre a movie. Drummond he also was made involved a, he here. Also made, he also made a movie in his spare time. Yeah, looking forward to getting that one in the rotation. Number six. New number, yeah, number move, six? moving back to number six. Age of six. Yeah, moving back to six from 23. Is he going to wear the headband again? Uh, I need the, if you're going to wear six, I need the headband. I, I assume I assume it'll be based on which hairstyle comes out of the, the summer. Ba- I, he needs to go bald. Just go bald with the big beard. Be a good look for him. I think it would be a good look for him. Hey, the best LeBron wore number six. I, I will take Miami Heat LeBron over any other version of LeBron. Nobody could guard him back then. I will take I will take second tour of duty Cavs LeBron. That's that's number two in my book. The Heat LeBron is the best LeBron, and second duty Cavs is number two. And then the Lakers LeBron versus original Cavs LeBron, I think, is a toss up whether you'd rather have a better shooter or just the athleticism. I'd rather have the athleticism because of young LeBron, I think. I mean, he could still occasionally shoot it a little. He also took some. T- Terrible Cavs teams deep in he the playoffs. He carried like you. You put any nobody. It, nobody else is carrying those Cavs teams to the finals. Any, anyone else recognize the name Booby Gibson? Zildronas Ilgalskis. Hey, now I will not hear Big Z slander on this. Anderson Barajal. 
do we need to go outside and fight? No, I'm not slandering. I'm just saying LeBron took these people to the finals. Who else was on those teams? They were bad. They were bad. Eric Drew, Snow like, was prominently involved. Eric Snow was on those teams. Uh, gosh. Who? Villanueva. The, uh, no, he wasn't on. I don't they were think bad. he was. They were bad. Those teams had no business being in the finals. Well, the East was not very good at that time either. Well, that, 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 that's part of it, but they still had no business being in the finals. No, no. Those those teams, no. They, they were very bad. Do teams. those teams make the playoffs in the West? I mean, yeah, they make it because they had LeBron. He was that kind of force no, of nature. Like, no, like today. With today LeBron or then LeBron? Then if you take the like 2003 Cavs team that went to the finals or whatever. No, no it was 2005 or okay, 6. You take that team, put them in today's West. They don't even make the playoffs. No, they make it. Who are they who are they, who are they knocking out? They're not beating the, they're not beating the Blazers. They're not beating the Nuggets. They're not beating the Lakers. They're not they beating the beat this year's Lakers. Uh, not if they're healthy. Well, but that's not what okay. happened this year. <laughs> okay, but they're not beating the Nuggets. They're not beating the Clippers. Hey, he'd beat the Nuggets. They're not beating Luca. Uh I don't know. He would he would be LeBron that's an interesting that's an interesting one to imagine because that version of LeBron and this version of Luca are basically doing the same thing, dragging rats aboarding casts filled with dead weight. Can we get Luca and Dame on the same team so they both have somebody? I mean, if Portland's willing to trade Dame to Dallas for Porzingis and do it. Uh, if I'm Portland and somebody from Dallas calls me and says Dame, all right, fine, whatever. I'm listening. If the first word they say is Porzingis, I hang up the phone. And I've never, I loved Porzingis. You have socks. You have Chris to have socks. I've loved Porzingis since he entered the league, and he has got to quit not giving a crap during playoff games. Just got to quit that. I just need Damian Lillard to play on a team that matters. Damian Lillard does play on teams that matter because you get to the fourth quarter and if they're within 15 points, well, he's going to make sure it matters. Love to see him on the Nuggets. Oh boy, that'd be fun. We're the biggest Nuggets podcast in Clarksville. You put, you put Dame and Jokic together. I mean, you got to – Don't forget about our boy Jamal Murray when he comes back. Oh, he's got to be part of the deal. He would have to be part of the deal to get Dame. I, I, want, I want Jamal Murray and Dame on the same team. I would love that. So okay, well then you got to give up Porter. Wow, Porter, and I don't know if Denver has enough. I'm to go home and do this on 2K and not give up any of them. I don't. I don't know that you can make that happen without Porter and possibly Murray both. Which that's, would that's quite that's sad. a lot. That's Never stout. Mind. Never mind. Who's Lillard going to play for next year? Portland. Does he get help? I think this is the year they finally move on from McCollum. Okay, so they're trading CJ for. I have no idea. We'll have to see what the rest of the summer shakes out for. Gotcha. But I think this is just. Who's winning the West? Utah. Who's winning the East? <sighs> Jersey. Brooklyn, whatever. Who's winning the finals? Brooklyn. Yeah. Yep. I, hate, I hate saying that. I, I hate watching them. I hate watching them play. I hate watching. The whole thing. I like watching Blake Griffin dunk on people again. That makes me furious too. Like, I like Blake he, Griffin. He sandbagged Detroit like to the point where everybody thought he was washed and he could they could buy him out. Not only would they buy him out, but like it was a 
there's no way anybody would offer anything for him. And now he's a perfectly reasonable 18 and 8 person again. I love watching that play. I hate it's so much fun. Hate everything about watching them play. It is like watching those old Suns teams just with better players. I will beat you to death with your own shoes if you compare them to the seven seconds or less era Suns again, the Nash Suns. I I, love the Nash Suns. Do you? I did did too. And if you compare them to this just miserable, unhappy Nets team, I will. Burn your house down with you inside of it. Why? That's what they're doing. That's Steve not Nash? what they're doing. I will harm you. It's not seven seconds, but anyway, could Steve Nash go out there and play still? No, his back's all jacked up. Yeah. Get in touch and stay in touch with us via the web and the social media. Casey, how can people do that while I sit over here silently fuming? You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or you can follow along on our official Facebook account called Austin P Governors. Uh, Robin, she's doing lots of cool stuff on all those. Eric is also. Eric still exists, but yeah. to my knowledge. Let's Go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey Cody Bush and myself doing things over there sometimes. Yeah, you know. Occasionally. Occasionally. Hey. Hey. You know what time it is? Uh, I actually don't own him. Time to say this on your watch. Eleven eighteen, but it's also season ticket renewal time for football. That's cool. So, uh, how are you going to get those season tickets? You're going to get in contact with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. Old two ring. Old John. two ring. John's got all the information you can use to get in the gate. And uh, hey, we're going to be at full, full capacity. capacity at Fortera Stadium. So uh, not just at Fortera, everywhere. Hey, listen, listen, Fortera Stadium this fall. You're going to come want to. You're going to come want to. You're going to want to come watch these govs. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, full capacity. It's going to be right. If, if it, the indication of every other sporting event I watched, it's at full capacity. About is, to get rocking. It is going to be packed. It's going to be a hard ticket to get. Who who we got at home? We got, there's Moorhead at home. Tennessee State's coming here. Tennessee State and the Tennessee State and Band. And the Tennessee State Band. SEMO's going to be here. Is this a Murray year? No, 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 no. They came here last yeah. year. Um, EIU. Yes. And we got one more. What other terrible place did we go last year? Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech. So, hey. I'm, if you want to come watch a team that's going to win the OVC title, you don't go to Murray. Are we Are we calling shots now on oh, June 10th? Or, I mean, listen, we got Draylon Ellison, Brian <laughs> Sneed playing on this team. You give me – you give me a you – you show me any other OVC team that's got that punch, and I haven't even talked about the wide receivers yet. We, we we got Casey calling the shot on June tenth for a season that won't end until November. I think we're uh, we're excited. Also, any OVC team that has Cordell Jackson playing on defense is quite good. Yes, I'm. Now that people have to account for Cordell being in the backfield, I'm interested to see what little yeah. wrinkle he's going to add. What are you going to do this? So two years ago, he intercepted everything. Yeah. Last year, he made all the tackles for loss. All right, now we're going to block him. We're not going to throw at him. What's he going to do? Yeah, they're going to be chipping him with a tight end and also throwing to the other side of the field while they devote half the offensive line. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be wild. Good news for Jack McDonald. Good, good news for the other guys playing 10 on, what, 7 at that point? 10 on 7 to account for Jackson. Should, should make life a hey, little easier. Two-time consensus All-American, Cordell Jackson. Once is good, more is better. Listen. Go ahead and start working on the uh, the old three time. I was going to say the three time and the and the jersey retirement ceremony. 
Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating review on the podcast. Five stars, five stars. And if you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Offer suggestions for how we should spend time this summer. Since I am clearly not going to change that at any point during the summer, I really need suggestions. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at SeniorScoreCraig19. Shout out to JLo's dad. Shout out to Steve Willard. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to Dave Lewis. Got to see him and say hey over the weekend. Love yourself. Love each other. Yeah. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. I'm a cold-blooded. We know this money from doing this. Yeah. Now count it by 10. Yeah, 15, 20. 25, 30. Yeah, get the money. Throw it in the furnace. Get it. Don't be funny. Earn it just to burn it. Swag drip. I used to rock a toboggan. Headphones around my neck. Trying to be like Shady. Now the phone is in my pocket. Seem to keep vibrating. I got all these Ronnie Bennett's. Trying to be my baby. Trying to fiance me. I take the steering wheel and drive them girls beyond crazy. I'm on a song with my idol. I'm a cold blooded version of the song title. I put these diamonds in the ring like they were Shawn Michaels. I can't put the Louis V inside the watch cycle.